What's good, y'all? Thanks for tuning in to the smoking section brought to you by Corpse from Corpse Collection. Keep it locked in for topics including dance, crump, clothing, life, and all the shit that comes with it. Follow us at corpsecollection.com. That's K O R P S X collection.com to get your fix. And maybe grab a hoodie while you're over there. Oh, this is so exciting. Oh my god, Moses. Hell yeah, dude. Bro, so again, thank you for coming on. Um, I'm super excited and thank you, bro. Like just being a fucking bro, man, and reaching out to me, dude. So it's it's tight to hear from you and I'm glad that I'm glad I'm able to have you on the show and let you like you know, share some of your experiences, man. For sure, man. Glad to be here. You know, and congrats on you on, you know, just jumping on this whole a podcasting game because i feel like it's, it's it's a crazy time right now and i think everybody needs the content and so you know the fact that you're coming out there and you're just generating all this stuff for everybody to listen is it's really cool man yeah dude and even like uh even like last time when we talked when you started telling me like oh like i listen and this and that it kind of it feels good to know that um you know i'm not just speaking into the void too much like there's <laughs> there's, there's people listening really? like you know and uh you know we've been homies for a long time um shit 2009 that was yeah it was the summer of 2009 i met you guys man yeah um, and i've always been very thankful dude um so for people who don't know kind of uh give yourself a little self-introduction and and what's what's some uh so i guess the first question could be is uh what's some of the plans that moses has for the future sure yeah plans from the future um you know i think at least near future different things that i have in mind for sure is uh making that commute eventually back down to the bay uh you know obviously with the crazy things that are going on with uh with covid and how things are set up in that sort of way um i just realized that it's kind of important to kind of be closer to family and different things like that and you already know i i I grew up down there 805 Um, and so like just knowing that that i can be closer in proximity in case anything were to happen and, and just the way that things are you know my family's getting a little older in years and uh, I, I got family, you know, that's kind of in, in that stage where, uh, if anything were to happen to them with the pandemic and things going on, that, um, they would be more at risk to be able to have to deal with some more serious complications. And so, you know, just based on that, you know, trying to shoulder that idea and knowing that I can take, take the lead, be a little bit more, um, uh, responsible and helping them out when they need to, then, you know, that, that kind of pushed that, those sort of things down the line. Obviously I'm still up here in the Bay, um, out here in Oakland right now, you know, just living the life. Hey, shout out Oakland. <laughs> <laughs> shout out Oakland. Uh, Oakland. Yeah, but uh, yeah, eventually down the road, hopefully going down there, um, picking up, pick, getting reacquainted with like the community and things like that down there. Dance, everything associated to that, you know? Yeah, so even off of that, like, you know, that's how we met um, was through yep. dance. Um, you know, tell people a little bit about that. Like, when did you start dancing and what was... Because I know even you did a lot with main stacks up there in the Bay. So kind sure. of what's, so what's a little bit of that, that dancing background that you got, that community? Yeah, definitely. So, I, I mean, I'll start by just kind of summarizing a little timeline of, you know, my time dancing. Obviously, it's been, I want to say, like a year or two that I've just been kind of out of the game. Um, a lot of friends still in the community up here in the Bay. But, like, you know, starting roots back down at 805. Um, for anyone that does know, uh, Byron Bukow, um, Byron. I was an 06, 07 member of Undeclared. 
And you know, when when you're in the 805 and you're dancing on, like like at all in that sort of community, you have to know Byron. You know, you have to. Uh, started roots there. You know, met a lot of heads, a lot of friends that you know I know know very well, like as brothers, sisters to this day. You know, um, and when you when you have kind of like as a part of that sort of community, once you kind of know people, you become so tightly knit that like you you see them everywhere, you say what's up everywhere, you know, and that never kind of goes away. So that's been tight. Uh, danced on Unclear for about a year, um, stayed the entire season um, as I was going into you know eighth grade into ninth grade year. Uh, so after that high school, you start seeing more of like the collegiate style teams and the high school teams that kind of branch into this sort of uh, what we used to be called future division, you know, mm-hmm. since you, you start prepping for, you know, seeing that L.A. community, that California community that you see as far as teams and things like that go. Um, and so I you know, was blessed to be able to get into um, one of the um, Oxnard's kind of premier high school teams, mm-hmm. uh, Channel Islands at the time. Um, and so, you know, just kind of going through that, going through auditions, that was, you know, you, you, have seen all that stuff. <laughs> it's kind of intense there. Oh, um, and yeah. that, that essentially was like, you know, that was my high school life, really, you know, that, that, and like a, a, a couple other side extracurriculars, but like, for the most part, it was just dance school and, and fucking going home <laughs> yeah. for, for fucking, uh, for four years straight. Uh, you know, after, after that, um, you know, when I started thinking about like college and different things like that, um, ended up transitioning up here to the Bay, going to, uh, UC Berkeley. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Berkeley. Um, and so, you know, taking the time to kind of come here originally when I first came up, uh, I wasn't really super interested in dance just cause I had known only teams and, and community associated to like the SoCal region. And for like, for people that don't know, like. The Bay and SoCal before was com- two completely different scenes, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I want to say, like, as far as as far as LA works, um, LA has like a specific subdivision of teams that were kind of based in sort of like drill and um, you know things in that sort of nature, you know. Versus, I feel like when you're up here in the Bay, um, a lot of it was a lot of it was based off of like that hip hop roots and like uh, you know the the vibes that are associated to that. You know, there's a lot more raw freestyle sort of things that are um, kind of up here. Yeah. Um, and like the communities kind of built around themselves around those sort of things. Um, obviously with the, the like little outliers here and there, but, uh, for the most part, there wasn't much, um, integration, uh, for the teams. And so coming up here, I was like, I don't know any teams up here in the Bay. Like I know, I know the company, uh, I know like th- things like that, you know, but aside from that, I, I didn't really know too many teams up here. Uh, but you know, eventually going to Berkeley, kind of seeing a couple, um, a couple communities, uh, spring up from that sort of thing. Uh, I ended up hearing about what's called uh, Main Stacks now, yes. um, and they were, I want to say, in their like third or fourth year. Um, during that time, I had started hearing about them, you know, learning about them through, through other people. Uh, eventually, learning and like an understanding, like they were what's considered like a collegiate team, where um, there's like I want to say two divisions of type of teams, where like there's teams that are kind of based off of schools and different things like that that they're associated to. And then there's like teams that are part of companies, you know, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, you, you have your experience with some company teams like AOB and different things like that too, you know, like yeah. they, they're not tied to any specific schools, yeah. but, uh, but primarily speaking with some of these more collegiate teams, they're kind of based off of like schools and school programs and things like that. And so, uh, main stacks was just kind of one of those people that, uh, one of those groups that were a part of that. And, you know, just, it just went from there committed to another three years of dance from there. 
uh, with Main Stice team. Um, actually got to direct as an artistic director my third year. I remember that. Uh, and that, that was crazy. That was a wild ride for sure. Um, and, you know, it just, it just went from there at that point. Yeah, man, it's, uh, it was really, it was dope. I, I, can't, I can't remember what competition we were at, but I was there and I got to see you guys perform. And I remember I talked to a couple of the band heads and they're like, oh yeah, I know that group. Like, oh yeah, they're artistic directors, so-and-so. I was like, hey, that's my buddy. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, hey, that's my dog from Oxnard, man. Like, That's my boy. Oh yeah, he's tight as fuck, huh? Like, yeah, 805 in this bitch. Um yeah, no, and it, it's tight too, like how you were saying, like once, once you're friends with somebody in the dance community, it's you're you're really stuck with them for a long time. Um, and sure. like I know all the heads from CI, like whenever I see them, it's always like, hey, dude, what's up, Punch? Like, hey, uh, you know, they always like Ralph always brings up the fact that like I used to drive that big ass green van. He's like, do you remember that <laughs> big green van you had? Like, of course, I remember it. <laughs> Uh, but it's always, you know, you, you, you walk down memory lane and stuff, man. And so like you've, you've, okay. So even in high school, you know, you were co-captain, you know, there was championships, there was wins, losses, you know, you leave that, you go to main stacks and you, you know, become an artistic director, which is, you know, that's a, that's a big thing for something that is based around artistic expression, like, you know? Right. So how have some of those things, those accomplishments, those disciplines, how they've helped you translate through college life and some of your adult life? For sure, for sure. Um, you know, the way that you say those sort of things, uh, from, I don't want to take it from the non-artistic standpoint, but I really think that um, just kind of coming into dance and, you know, before, before joining Undeclared from the very beginning, you know, I had no intention of being this sort of like artistic sort of person. I, I want to say that I was a very, what would you say, like introverted, uh, mm -hmm. kind of in that sort of way. You know, I, I never would have been the type of person you would have assumed to, to be into dance. Uh, wasn't even really into music for that point. Um, and I, I was kind of forced into dance from the beginning, you know. So understanding that idea of uh, music being kind of more an expression of me helped me really come out of my shell, be a lot more extroverted in life, and also just kind of, you know, getting back on, you know, learning how to talk to people, learning how to put on a face and understand, like, you know, you, you don't have to stay within your shell and keep to yourself most of the time, you know. There's always something you can express and contribute to a conversation. Um, and that's just been building on itself from, from day one, you know. Uh, with being with dance, being in the communities, learning how to talk to people, you know, understanding um, and building those sort of connections and like understanding that that shit's going to, you know, last a lifetime. You feel mm -hmm. me? Um, and then kind of even even on that aspect too, like uh, I mentioned a couple of times, like work ethic. Work ethic is like a huge deal. And like um, if you're putting in, you know, 30, 40 hours a week on something, you know, as much as about like a full-time job, that shit like makes you learn to care about things in ways that you never really would have, you know, as a kid, you know? And I think that um, knowing that, that you have something that you care about that much really, really kind of ties into the idea of like, you know, growing up, going to college, understanding the importance of like, what do you need to do? How much do you want it? And how much are you going to really be willing to put in to be able to do that sort of shit, you know? Mm-hmm. Right. Different yeah. things like that. Like... Still to this day, I still think that dance has probably been 
it's got to be the hardest sport I ever participated in. And, you know, coming out of it, really? it's like you, you get to see, um, you get to see the, the outcome of a, like an outcome of a dedicated plan. Like, so for me in adult life, like you're saying, like work ethic, it's like, if you put in the work, you just keep doing it, keep going, keep grinding, you'll see an end result. You know what I mean? For and, sure. uh, dude, I, I like most of, most of my dance horror stories come from high school and early collegiate life. Like, Oh yeah, I bet too. Like just again, do it again, do it again, do it again. It's like, do it again. Okay. Do it again. <laughs> Okay, one more time, and then we'll get water. No, you suck. Do it again. Like, okay. <laughs> like, you know. And every dancer knows that story of, like, that's the one lie we all hear during dances. Oh, if this is good, we'll, we'll, we'll call it a practice. It's a, that's lies we Fuck hear. Fuck, no. <laughs> Straight up lies. <laughs> that means we're probably going to do it about five to six more times if we're okay. So, lies yeah. I hear at practice. And, but I mean, you get used to that. You, you, it becomes funny. It becomes a part of your, standard you know culture of how you approach things like you know let's not you know let's not stop when it's good let's stop when we're satisfied like when we're satisfied with this result yeah um and dude i mean going to college up there must be fucking hard dude like i mean i didn't go to college so i i can't imagine what it's like going to school up there and stuff man like that's crazy and what, what's your what's going to be your final degree in Oh, well, I'm already graduated, man. I'm working uh, as a consultant right now for, for the hospitals. So, um, yeah, so similarly to like how, you know, Kaiser is an entity, you know, how that sort of thing is. Uh, what I do is I help kind of business relations and, and communications and planning for, um, for for each of the hospitals sort of of a, an umbrella corporation. I don't want to spend too much on that, that time because it's like obviously not associated to anything we need to talk about here, but... Um, it's, it's a lot of, a lot of management stuff, but you, you raise a really good point. Cause like, I don't, I don't think it necessarily needs to apply to college specifically, like it's just in, in general, everyday work, you know, like when you have that sort of work ethic, when you're being grinded on and, and like when, when you try to train yourself and hone your, your abilities to a point where it's not just satisfactory, but you're, you're going for the sake of competition, you know, you're trying to aim to be the best. So you want to be the best that you can be, you know, when you're performing something. Um, taking that sort of idea to anything, you know, with whether it's like an assignment that you're doing for school or like it's fucking, you know, some sort of task that you're doing at work, you know, you don't want, you don't want some bullshit satisfactory thing because you've been ingrained in your mind to know that you always want to give a hundred percent of your effort whenever you're putting some sort of task. And you know that, that there's a direct, there's a direct influence in like you as a person and the effort that you're putting into and what that end result's going to look like, depending on how much you know effort you decide to put in. You feel me? Yes, yes. Yeah. And like, and I don't for for some reason I thought you were going back to school, but congratulations, dude. Good. <laughs> Thanks, man. So Appreciate some it. people I know are going back to school for more degrees. I'm like, what the fuck ever, bro? <laughs> like, <knock yourself laughs> out. okay, cool, like, cool. It's but, a lot, man. Hey, but it's work ethic, like you know what I mean. And some yeah. of the people I know who are just we're just addicted to that, like. It's all we knew, you know, it's like you were saying, like, you know, we, we become so committed to a certain idea of, okay, I'm gonna go to school and do good at school, you know, and now people are going to school. I know, you know, they're on their 10th year and it's like, they've gotten two degrees now and it's like, oh, 
you're going to go back for a third? It's like, well, yeah, you know, I kind of want something to do. So it's like, you know, they just not not down to the bones. And, right. you know, you know, all, you know, all credit to them because it's just a really, it's a different form of work ethic. Like me, I kept dancing, you know, and it's a different work ethic when you're driving out to LA or driving to Santa right. Barbara, or driving here, driving there and, you know, battling here, battling there, competing. Like it's just a different work ethic. Like I, I really do Definitely. feel like we become addicted to it. Like we gotta, we gotta have it for ourselves. Um, what what would you probably damn dude because there there's so much you've done like what would you consider some of your like favorite moments dancing or like even some of the some of your favorite lessons that you learned through dancing yeah um obviously like like with any sport with any sort of uh thing that you you know you that's really taxing on your body you're naturally going to have ups and downs, days that you can, like, even with normal, like, workouts and shit like that, you know? You're going to have days that you're, you're like, 100%. You're willing to give that 120 even because you know that your body can take it. And there's those days where you're just fucked up, you know? And, yeah. like, shit just ain't going to work out for you during that time. But at the end of the day, you still got to do it, you know? Um, there was this one time I remember because I was dancing. And mind you, um, I feel like my experience... In, in like a high school setting was completely different from dancing in a collegiate setting um, yeah. not just geographically because like you know I was in LA competing in LA competitions before um, and it's vastly different from kind of competing in um, in the bay and like different competitions up here um, and just kind of the scene from like being in high school and the type of competition you experience versus being in like the collegiate division and the type of people that you experience you know um, shit just was, was like so different and having to transition in that sort of way, like, um, going back to, like, the whole body thing, like, I remember there was one time where we were competing in this one competition down in San Diego um, while I was with Stax. Mm-hmm. Um, I literally, um, that weekend that we were supposed to compete, um, we uh, were trying to uh, assimilate, like, different sort of flips and things into the routine just for, like, wow factors and different things to add there. And I was like, oh, yeah. I used to do flips in fucking high school. I could do that shit. And like knowing that, like I, I thought about it like, oh yeah, it's high school. You can fuck around you can get some shit done and, and like you can make that shit work. But um, understanding how like the team dynamic is and they're like, all right, you said you could do it. Now you got to fucking do it, you know? And um, there's the week where the weekend before the competition and then we're like, all right, we're going to have you do it during this point in time. Can you do it? And I'm like, oh shit, now the pressure's on. Like I got to get the shit done, right? <laughs> I end up uh, trying a flip and like, Obviously, again, it's the weekend before the performance. Um, I do the flip incorrectly, and I bust my knee. I tear my meniscus in, in my knee. And so now now I, the pressure of, you know, busting myself on the weekend of the competition, we're already in San Diego. Uh, and they're like, yo, like, now we got to fucking perform. You obviously can't do the flip anymore. Can you even, like, dance at this point? Because you've been put in a specific point where you're supposed to be a focal point. And so uh, now we got to make do with what we got. Um, understanding that sort of pressure that's in there is very different. Um, and knowing that I'm, I'm not even at hundred percent anymore, but, uh, because I have the responsibility to be there on the team, you know, to be able to, to perform at a caliber that that's going to be not satisfactory, but above quality because we're, we're going with the attention to win, you know, um, and having to be able to put that on my shoulders and understand that, um, you know, again, it's not just shits and giggles when you're going into competition and, um, needing to have that specific mindset to go into it and be prepared to to take the repercussions on your body for whatever it is 
So obviously that weekend I did dance on my, on my fucking knee. Yeah. There's actually like photos and stuff like for action shots when I'm performing and you see me with a freaking brace on and I took like maybe three or four Advils like before going in because like it doesn't matter what your body is at that point. Like you already made that, that um, you already took it upon yourself to, to kind of go in and perform with them, you know? And when you're joining a team, when you're, when you have that much people um, that are kind of uh, relying on you to be there to perform and even to hold that spot, it doesn't matter if you're in the front or in the back. You know, the fact that you've been asked to be on the team and perform with them means that you have to hold yourself to that standard and hold yourself accountable for those things, you know? See, and that's something that's something I feel like we're kind of losing these days. I feel you think so? I I I don't know what or why it is. I understand like okay, people listening. CI okay, CI was a premier was one of the premier high school dance teams in all the land right still is is always still in the top top echelon of high school teams right but there was a point where these guys were going on a tear and they were just whooping ass and they were amazing right and i tell everybody that like successful and like psychotic they're like neighbors right Mm. and they like borrow each other's shit like you know what i'm saying so right they're, they're next door neighbors and I've heard it from multiple people and it's like we were good because you guys forced it from us. It was we're going to keep practicing. Like, hey, this doesn't look good. Call your parents. Tell them we're going to be here for another 30 minutes. Like, or oh, right. this doesn't look good. We're going to meet up zero period. Like, oh, okay. Like, for sure. Sure. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, and we were just always like, okay. Like, you know what I'm saying? We just kind of, we just kind of went with it, you know? Now, it's like, I feel like these, like, and I don't know why parents or the kids are allowing it now, but it's kind of like, even in adult teams, like, well, you know, it's not that serious. It's not that big of a deal. Like, no, it, matter of fact, it is that big of a deal. You know what I mean? And, or if right. kids, like, you know, coaching, it's like, you know, if the kids lose, I don't want a participation award. Like, I don't want a little medal to hang around my neck. I'm fucking cool, right. dog. Like, you're going to make yeah. me walk around this amusement park with this medal around my neck. Like, no, dude. Like, I don't know. Yeah, sure. I, I don't know why our culture is starting to move towards that. But that's a, it's a really good point. It's a, it's a really good, it's a really good point that you make about just having that, that responsibility to, hey, man, I said I could do this back, but my, now my knee's blown out. I'm still going to do this. Like, I still got to do something, put something on the table. Like You signed up for it, right? Yeah, you signed up. Yeah, you signed up for it, man. And that's, I think that's a part of dancing and a part of, like, a lot of, even adult life, dude, that we're kind of missing right now. People think that, yeah. you know, just because it gets tough, you can kind of just cop out and be like, oh, no, I'm scared. I'm like, no. <laughs> no. Yeah, no, for sure. Especially if you sign an obligation to something. It's funny because, like, uh, you hit on a really good point because, uh, I feel like with you and I, um, when you when you first came, and again, I don't know too much about uh, your life out there in South. Uh, it was North Carolina, South Carolina. North Carolina, yeah. Yeah, North Carolina. Uh, when you first came through um, and and got introduced to the team that you eventually joined, you know, with us, um, we didn't even know who you were, you know. So yeah. and, and, you know, the fact that you took that initiative and uh, it was it was really interesting because like. We had just seen you at the fucking park before, you know, you weren't even associated with the team, but, um, I know for a fact, cause I was, I was helping Lloyd lead at the time, um, that when we, we originally saw you, we already knew that, um, you were interested in wanting to join the team 
and that you would be a great addition because um, you were showing that same sort of an initiative and drive that you're saying that a lot of people don't really have right now. You know what I mean? Um, being able to put forth that that uh, that effort and showing like, hey, like uh, I'm here. I've been coming every day. I don't even care if I'm not on your team, but I'm gonna come every day and see what you guys are doing. I'm gonna fucking practice with you guys, even if you're not even part of like your your associated <laughs> thing. You don't gotta put me in nothing. I'm just here to look at you guys. And if you're dancing to a song, I'm fucking dance to a song too. You know, it's like, yeah. Yeah, shit like that. You know, uh, that's the type of shit that honestly gets you noticed, and that's the type of shit that, um, especially when you're working hard on shit, like that people can see. You know, and it doesn't take it doesn't take uh, being a dancer for this many years or whatever. Uh, your experience level is to to be able to see that, you know. Yeah. And uh, I think what what, you, what you're saying too with that idea of like, uh, you know that it, it that sort of tenacity that's not really seen as much this uh, now nowadays. I think it also kind of plays into the idea of what I was touching upon earlier with that sort of pressure. You know. Yeah. I think that um, we we had with our team specifically we had a. Uh, a huge like kind of alumni association behind us, you know. There's there was like years, uh, there's years of people that have gone through the same stuff that you have, that have put in the same sort of work, that have gone through the same sort of trials and tribulations. There's people that have broken their arms. There's people that have broken their legs, you know, doing shit like this, yes. and have still walked it off. And so knowing that people have done that, um, and having that sort of um, kind of importance put on when you start joining a team like this. Uh, really weighed down on you and to the point where like you felt like all right well because there's people that have been in my shoes and have made these sort of decisions i feel like i can still continue that that sort of um uh that sort of momentum and know that i can get out of it and i'll still be okay and it's actually better for me to 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 want to to push myself even though um i could potentially want to cack out you know i could potentially take the easy route but um there would be no benefit for me in doing that you know, and not only that, but I'll be letting other people down that had uh, my predecessors before me and different things like that. Yeah, there was a lot of times where, you know, you start you start looking around like even at AOV, bro. It's like it's two, three in the morning and it's like, holy smokes, dude, I'm tired, you know, like right. and I'm over here and I can feel my energy going down. And it's like, you know, you got to look left and right and be like, she's tired. He's tired okay, I can keep doing this. Like, you know what I mean? Like, until we all, until we're all passed out on the floor, like, I'm gonna keep going because he's still going. So if he's still going, I need to keep going, you know? Or, yeah, like, even meeting some of the alumni from AOB, it's like, you meet them and it's like, it's like, oh, you're a human. Like, oh, you're actually real. I remember watching right. you and you're an actual human. Like, it, it, uh... I was talking about this the other day. It, like, it humanizes all your problems. You know what I mean? So it doesn't seem so, like, like out-of-worldly. Like, you know what I mean? Like, we like to, we, when we hit hardships, our, our problems are so huge. You know what I mean? But then when you meet people like your alumni, you know, and you see them on a daily basis, it kind of brings it back to, like, being in your own shoes. You're like, hey, they For did sure. this too. I can do it. Like, he's just he's human he's not a he's not a robot like i can do this too like it and i know some people get pissed off because they're like oh well you know to each their own and i'm sensitive and it's like okay <laughs> i get it you're right. sensitive but let's kind of toughen up here a little bit there tits um yeah so dude it's it's crazy 
it's and it's really crazy to be able to talk to you about dancing because we're we're getting old now, Moses. <laughs> like, you know, we're, we're getting old now. We're, we're not teenagers no more. And you know, I'm 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 closing in on thirty, and we're we're getting old. You know, we're getting yeah. old. You you know, well, considering you know, like you, when you think dance wise, you know, going from the 06, 07 undeclared era to even now, just that catalog of dance, just knowing, seeing, hearing, like, oh, I know that guy. Yeah, we used to dance together. Oh, he directs a team now. Like, you know, people have grown into certain slots and in certain roles. Like, what what would you, like, what would you hope to see for some of the dance, not only dancing in itself, but the culture in our community that surround it you know what i mean like what would you like to see start happening going forward in the future yeah no that's a great question man um like i said i feel like i feel like dance is always developing um i can't be the one to speak about you know the the technique in that sort of aspect of things just because i i I personally am obviously I'm, i'm a year out of the community i can't contribute in that sort of way anymore what i can contribute is you know the the heritage that i've contributed and been in, you know, with, with the community in these 10, 12 plus years, you know, mm-hmm. um, that I've been here. Um, and that's one of the things I feel like, um, may or may not be kind of slowly getting lost just due to the nature of how public dances become now. Um, and how, how huge this community's gotten. Cause it's like, kind of like a double-edged sword, you know, um, as dancers, you want people to understand your craft. You want people to be able to see your craft you know, and you want that to be kind of a mainstream thing in a way, in the sense that like you can you can show um, the most artistic side of you through dance out to the world, and the world can see it. But um, kind of the drawbacks to that is like you start to the farther out you get, the the harder it is to come back home. You know, to understand what your roots are, um, to understand like where all that stuff is derived from. You know, that's why you see all these things about like um, dancers nowadays that are super into like choreography that don't know how to freestyle. Or yes. don't even care about freestyling for that point. I, I think not knowing how to freestyle is, is a different story, but like not even caring to freestyle. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Understanding that um, that movement is derived from somewhere, um, and it's derived from like culture, it's derived from pain, from suffering, from different things that people had experienced, and all of that's built into what are what the different styles are today. Whatever that is that you're doing, you know. Um, and I think that the reason for them not caring quite as much, I think, is more so just lying in the idea of. You know, not having that sort of community to tell you those sort of things. You know, I don't. It, it doesn't necessarily matter if you want to know these things or if uh, if I if I'm forcing it down your throat. Like that's that, that type of stuff is not really the relevant part of it. The more the idea is like I want to be able to understand that there's a space where the community aspect of dance can be openly like discussed. You know, and I think that you know with this podcast that you're starting, that's one of those things. You know. Um, not a lot of people knew about Crump with, without this sort of podcast, you know. I'm hearing so many different things that I've learned just based on the kind of discography, as you'd say, that that has been that you've delivered with all these kind of things and these different people that you've talked to. Um, and I get to learn, even though I'm not necessarily in in that Crump community, I'm getting to learn about the Crump mindset, you know, different aspects of where that came from, the different type of people that help kind of build it to what it is today, you know. Um, different things like that to where like I get to be able to be a part of that community even though I'm not necessarily crumping you know what I mean Mm -hmm. Um, and those are the sort of things that I feel like uh, is very vital to keeping the roots of dance while it's starting to grow into this mainstream sort of thing you know so 
while these TikTokers are starting to pick up these different things, it'd be great if they knew where that stuff kind of came from so that if, if asked about it, you know, they would know about these sort of things, you know, and that, just little things like that. You feel me? Um, and I think I would want that to contribute to that as far as the future of dance, you know? So eventually, you know, once, you know, getting on this podcast, talking with you, potentially starting other things, whatever endeavors those may be, um, I'd love to be a part of it, you know? Yeah, man, it's, 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 I mean, it's, it makes me really happy knowing that, you know, even just still hearing it from you, man, like it makes me really happy that there's starting to be outlets, even if it's my podcast or whoever's channel or platform that they have like that there's starting to be a resonance of community you know that we can build and, and support each other in different ways you know and right um for people who don't know my friend moses here is going to be helping me out uh with the podcast yeah so he's going to be helping me bring you guys some better audio production and a better quality sound as you guys can see i have a little microphone here now so we're working <laughs> bring better shit man and that's sure what, you know that's what that's for me, that's one thing I'm hearing from a lot of people when I ask those questions, like whatever community space they might be in is like, what can we, like, what do you want to see? What do we want to make better? And I'm getting a consensus that it's just kind of creating safe spaces for each other to work on technique. If that's what we need to work on. Let me go there and be educated on your techniques and your, you know, your styles of, of things of how you like to express. Oh, you like to make right. You know, because people are popping up making all kinds of stuff these days. You know, they're For making sure. resin ashtrays or earrings or, you know, cut and sew t-shirts or clothing brands or podcasts or right. whatever. You need a plug for this. Okay, cool, man. Let's all find a place where we can all be together, promote right. each other, celebrate each other. Yeah. Um, yeah, dude. I'm And shout out Beast Camp, the Beast Camp podcast. Uh the homie was on here earlier. Uh, he, uh, he's if you can listen to him on Spotify or YouTube, man, he's got a lot of educational shit going on about Crump. Um, sure. I'm hoping I'm hoping to bring on some more people on here, man, from from different styles and stuff, and even like you, bro. Like you go way back, dog. <laughs> like, uh, fuck, what song was it? I think it was Day and Night. You did, you did like a Day and Night like house remix piece like junior year of high school and i was like listening oh, yeah. to that song like i came across that song i was like moses <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like so many memories just smashed into my head i was like dude that that song is so old like there's so much history that's happened between that those two points like oh my god so it's I'm about to tell you is it memories of the dancer memories of the push-ups both <laughs> both <laughs> It's like, Cause like, mind you, that that there's there. I think that's one of the big things that I feel like was such a huge thing too about like us and our our realm of dance. Because I feel like there was there was never a time that there wasn't you know discipline associated to to, to us dancing. And I, I mean, discipline can mean a bunch of different things, but like discipline meaning like punishments, discipline, discipline yeah. meaning like you don't get this shit right. You're, I see you going eighty percent. That's push-ups. That's a yeah. lap that you got to run, you know? Uh, the, the idea of understanding that, you know, it, uh, the perfection comes at a cost, you know? Mm -hmm. And uh, because we're, we as a team need to be willing to go with that 120%, uh, you got to sometimes catch the stragglers and let, let, let them know, like, hey, like, you're letting everyone down by going 80% while everyone else is going, going ham, you know? Yeah. So 
the only it's only respectful for you to be able to go down there and do those push-ups for them be like fuck yeah i get it but fuck <laughs> yeah you know what yeah, I mean? yeah there's gotta be you know and now now i look around and i see a lot of articles about you know cheer coaches you know pushing the cheerleaders too far and i read it and i'm like yo we go through this daily like at dance practice i don't know what you guys are talking about like this isn't like yeah there is absurd where in some of those cases you know i'm not saying that what might have happened wasn't true but for the most part you have to push yourself you have to kick your own ass like you have to you have to have to expect greatness from yourself because that's the only way you'll reach it like you can't say, oh, I'm, I'm a hope to be good today. Like, no, you're going to say, no, dude, I'm going to do good today. I'm going to be good. I'm going to be better than I was yesterday. Because if not, you're just, it's going to suck. And you're going to hold your team back. Yeah. You're going to go, when everyone else is going 100, you're going to go 99.5. But I see you over there in the back corner. Totally, right. I, I've heard that right. so many times. Punch, I can see you over there in the corner. <laughs> oh. <Fuck. laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh. Whoops. Yeah, for sure, man. <laughs> you know, uh, man, man. It's only because we care, too, honestly. Because I feel like there's a solidarity in that, you know? No, like what you said during practice. You're like, you're looking around, you're saying like, well, I, I can tell you're tired as fuck, but you're still doing it. So yeah. why why shouldn't I, you know? there's I'm no, I'm no better than you are. So there's no reason that I shouldn't be giving the same amount of effort that you are, you know? And because I care about you that much, you're, you're like a brother to me. You're like a sister to me, you know? Like mm-hmm. um, what I want to see my sister and brother suffer because I'm taking I'm taking a break and chilling and putting them through more pain. I'm not going to do that, you know? Not mm-hmm. just for me, but for for them too, you know? Yeah, it's uh it was it was something like with some of the kids that I had to explain explain to here was it's an idea for me where it's like we are spending more time together than you are with your parents. We're spending more time together than you are with your own brothers and sisters. Right. And if if we're going to be spending that much time together, we're going to be good. okay? because if not, we might as well just go home. Like if not being the best, if we're going to spend all this time and if not being the best that we can be isn't the goal, then let's trim some of like let's just be real here. Let's trim down some of the let's trim out some of the fat. And on top of that, like for me, like. I just have such a warrior mindset where it's like, dude, if we were going to war with these people, like if this was a battle to the death, you know, I, I need to be able to know I can turn my back and not worry about you. Like I need to know right. that I can take my eyes off of you and focus on my fucking transition and not yours. Like I need to know that I can, right. you know, I can do my choreo, turn around and you're going to be in the spot that you need to be in because if not... He's going to crash into me and I'm going to crash into her. So I need you to be out of the way. Like, cause you know, bro, you know, you know, sometimes, and people who don't dance, who watch this podcast, when you're dancing, right, there's things called transitions where you're running across stage from different positions, often on stage. And Moses, you know, sometimes transitions are by that. That much. You get there by this, just a little hair, you know. Mm-hmm. You, you just so happen to slide behind them and they're off for the races. And, you know, you got to do yeah. the run around the whole stage to the other side of the stage type of transitions. And, for sure. For yeah. sure. 
one of yeah. the things that, that uh, I just really wanted to hit too, because like I know one of the questions you asked me was like, uh, what are the the most memorable moments in dance too? Uh, kind of a huge thing that I, I wanted to hit upon is like that idea when you know you've already worked that one hundred percent, you've already put in the effort, and now it comes time to like performance. You know, just like you know, players on a football field, you know, on a basketball court. When you get on that stage and you, you know you practiced like your heart out getting onto that stage, there's like this feeling, and I'm sure you felt it before, where like you you get to that point and it feels like you can give 100% and put it all out there on the stage knowing that you have no regrets, you know? And yeah. when you have that sort of feeling stepping onto your arena, as, as people put it, you know, um, you're facing the crowd, your, your team's all there with you. There's like this aura that's around you knowing that you're going to be giving that sort of same 100% out to this crowd. And you can kind of feel the aura of everybody around you. And that sort of thing kind of you can't get that anywhere else really, you know, when you're performing. And like I'm looking – I, I don't even have to look honestly uh, to the right of me or to the left of me. Uh, I know who exactly is going to be there because we practice it so many times. You know, and I, I can – like you mentioned, I can rely on them. I can turn my back and know that they're going to they're gonna be holding it down. Even though I'm not there for them to have push them, you feel me? Yes. Um, I'll I look to the right, and I'm gonna I'm, I know I'm gonna see this who right here. If I do like a flip or I run backwards, even though someone's there behind me right now, I know they'll be out of the way because we know we've practiced this so many times. It's it's more or less a simulation of greatness already, you know. Yeah. And that type of stuff is just gonna be presented out uh, because it's a direct influence of all the effort that we put in, all the solidarity and all the support that we have for each other is just being displayed out there and. At the end of the day, if you really want to put it really simply, it's like people's performances are the summation of the solidarity and the effort that the entire team has put all together. You know, if if one person or even two, if even one person has been slacking off for that entire team and goes out there and performs, you you see it right there like a sore thumb. You know, um, and that shit pops like that, and you're like, oh well, I can't I can't say this guy was the best, or I can't say that this team was the best. Even though everyone else there was giving it 100%, because that dude right there in the corner, I can tell he wasn't really feeling it. Versus this team, uh, which may or may not have had better choreo, you know, which may or may not have had um, a better performance, um, I could tell that they were really vibing together. There was that sort of unison that's with them, and they will take they will take first place because I I could feel that you know I could feel that mm -hmm. connection I could feel that effort um, as a as a spectator even you know. Yeah, there's a there is a certain class of those type of teams. When they walk in, there's a certain aura, there's a class, there's a confidence, the swagger. You right. you hear it when they're speaking to each other and when they fall in, you, you see it. You, it's so hard to explain, but you see it. You see the responsiveness, the eagerness, the, the ready, the ready. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? And, and you can really, like, it's funny how you even said it, like, it's like a simulation of greatness. Like, yeah. I, I always feel um <clears throat> I always feel that our best run throughs are the ones right before we go on. It's right before. <laughs> like right. you could place, you could win with that run through, but you're like, yo, y'all thought that was tight? You should have seen the one we did backstage. Like you should have seen right. the one we just did. Oh dude, um the bridge. The bridge when we did the when we did the throwback set and we were dancing in the rain. Do you remember that shit? Oh yeah. That shit was tight. That shit was lit. That wasn't on stage, though. <laughs> <laughs> on stage, it was not good. But it was like, dude. Because yeah. we gave so much into that run-through. It was like, dude, if you guys would have just seen that. Like, 
Whoa, bro. <laughs> we would have went viral. Right. Uh, uh, yeah, dude, there's like, like, it's, it's a really weird thing and it's something I've, I've tried to hope to transfer into life where it's like, you know, as long as I practice every day, as long as I keep, keep at it every day, whatever I'm doing, whether it's with my clothing brand, the podcast, you know, um, being a better dancer, being a better dad, like, as long as I keep at it every single day, like, when it's my time to execute, I'll be ready to execute, you know, like, if Elijah ever needed me, I'd be there, like, I and I would, I would know what to do, and I would be prepared, ready, like, tag me in, coach, or, right. you know, podcasts, I'm starting to kind of get the reps down, and starting to understand how all this crap works, right, um, so it, uh, it, one day, it'll be, it'll, I'll be executing on all, on all cylinders, um, sure. Then it's you know, and I'm I'm thankful, man. I'm thankful that we were able to learn those lessons. A lot of those lessons I learned from like you and Lloyd, and the traditions from CI. Like I always try to give credit when I can. Um, mm. And shout out, shout out Byron Bucal because he was on he was on the <laughs> podcast before too, and he helped establish a lot of shit. Man, I always try to shout him out. Congratulations yeah. on your baby boy, man. I'm hey, congrats. Yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah. He's uh he's gonna be having a son, man. It's crazy. Got an heir to the throne. Um, yeah, bro. So listen, dude, um, before we close out, I always try to give somebody like their, their gym, their little, their little nugget for the episode. So what would be your closing thoughts, man, for us, brother? For sure. Um, you know, I think that the biggest thing that we talked about today, uh, really is about that, that mindset, uh, not just with dance, but with anything in life, you know? Uh, understanding that if you really want something, you got to give that 110%, 120% to be able to put it in. Um, and that just goes double when you're a part of a team, part of a collective, part of uh, a work group even, you know. Uh, when, you're put, when you're put in that space uh, to where you have to work, uh, work for something to be able to achieve it, that effort and every ounce of effort that you put in is going to show, you know. Um, and if, if you're lacking in any sort of trait in that sort of aspect – from, from an effort standpoint, it's going to show within your work. So um, if you have, like, uh, let's say a weak team member or a team member that's, uh, that's not putting in that same sort of effort, um, I wouldn't say to ridicule that person. I would say to, to really focalize on that and, and try to support in that sort of way, you know, to understand, to build up, build up where you feel like you have your weaknesses. Mm. Uh, when you start looking in and being more introspective on those sort of things, you find yourself becoming a lot more well-rounded. Which again, then again, just kind of integrates into that sort of idea of perfection. You know, uh, you want to be able to simulate that greatness. Well, you got to build that greatness to be able to get there. You know, you you can't run a perfect simulation without going through each little detail, being really nitpicky. You know, um, and putting in the effort to fix those things as needed. You know, so knowing that within the self, it has to be done, and uh, when you're a part of a team, to be able to unify that sort of idea, unify each other based on that sort of mentality. To be able to kind of build on that, you feel me? Let's um, fucking go, Moses. <laughs> My and if, God. if I can give a couple shout outs, that'd be tight too. What's that? Can, you mind if I give a couple shout outs too while I'm on it? Yeah, bro, of course. All that, bro. All that. For sure, for sure. Uh, shout outs to the main, te- main stacks team up here in the Bay. Um, they're putting in work. Even during the COVID stuff, I can see them, you know, getting their team together. Obviously, team cycle within years. 
And, you know, when with COVID and stuff going on, it's always difficult to have to, you know, recruit new team members, build that shit out. I don't even know what competition season is going to be looking like, but it is coming, you know, with the holiday season coming up, shit like that. Um, shout out to them, too, for kind of really, really understanding uh, stylization and understanding, like, the, the idea of different communities associated outside of um, the current, quote unquote, choreography, dance, you know, kind of realm. Mm-hmm. Building on those sort of ideas of uh, what it means to have, you know, the different freestyle realms, the different sort of styles and battle, battle dancing and different things like that. You know, shout out to all those people that are part of those communities, you included, you know, for being a part of those sort of communities to be able to kind of re- keep, keep repping those things amidst the, the, the coal uh, publicization of all this. Because like what I said before, you need those sort of roots and that sort of um, understanding of your community to be able to hold on to those sort of ideals. And uh, we, without these sort of communities to kind of build on that and foundate on that, then like we would never have the community that we have today, you know? And uh, we would never have this, have kind of built up to this sort of point where everyone wants to dance now, you feel me? So, you know, everyone that's still out there dancing, still in the community, uh, keep doing what you're doing. And, you know, hopefully we'll go on to greater heights now from here, honestly. Hell yeah, dude. And. Again, shout out Main Stacks out in the Bay, dude. Uh, got a lot of love for you guys, man. Always, I always talk very highly whenever I hear of Main Stacks. Shout out my dude Moses on that, because you know <laughs> that's that's family ties. Um, I'll try to share. Uh, I'll try to share some of their videos and stuff on the on the sure. Corpse Collection page, so they can appreciate get a little, bit expo- a little bit of exposure for whoever might be listening. Appreciate um, it. Appreciate you. Yeah, man. Much love, brother. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll talk soon. If anything, when, when we hop off, I'll, I'll send you a text, bro. Yeah, for sure, man. I'll keep you up. Alrighty, Moses. Everybody who's been listening, watching, toodle, toodle lose, toodle fucking lose. <laughs> <laughs> Peace out. Ha ha ha! Everybody, I hope you guys enjoyed the show. Um, again, this is your host, Big Corpse, and this has been the smoking section. I hope you guys enjoyed. Um, if you did, please, uh, you know, leave us a review, uh, give us a rating, one through five, a two, two and a half, however you guys can do it. Please just leave us one. Let us know what we can do to be better. Um, all that, man. And if you guys want to get on the show, hit me up on my Instagram account. That's at Corpse. K-O-R-P-S-X. Um, yeah, and then and we'll we'll conversate and we'll get you guys on the show. If you also have the chance, please check out corpsecollection.com. That's K-O-R-P-S-X collection.com. Um, go grab a shirt, a hoodie, a hat, whatever. Buy something for your grandma or your sister or your niece or nephew. Um, it helps keep the podcast running and helps me put food on the table. Um, they are the sole sponsor of this show. I love you guys, and I hope you guys have had a wonderful day. Hope you have an amazing week, month, year, and life. Like I said before, I'll see you all on the flip side, all right? Bang.